You're listening to a DM podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the live Thursday q and I'm your host TK. Hope you're all enjoying the week and you've all joined the Talking League competitions. Just remember, just jump on the Talking League Facebook page now. You'll see the Game Day Squad competition today. It was to guess the score for James Tedesco for what, Monday's game. And then we've also got our uh, competition Guess the combined scores of Mitchell Moses and Kalen Ponga. So that's going to be for a shirt. So you'll see it behind me, and I've got one on Trap City right now. But guys, get your questions in, and we'll start answering it. A few already in the books here. Brian McKee, thoughts on bringing Harry Rushton in for Madden? I think you wait and see on Harry Rushton. The thing is, his coach is pretty volatile, and then we've never really seen him play in first grade either. So he's got some good reserve grade stats. A few of the boys have sent me a few there. So... It's one of those things I think we can wait and see, given who his coach is. Craig Gray, will Heimel Hunt take Lee's position next week? It's always a possibility. He's back on the extended this week. Probably the the probably guy that's going to take his place is probably more Dominic Young. So it's interesting. Jaron Smith, best cash-out option, very limited options, Hunt, Lee, or even Saab. Like I mentioned on the podcast this week, if you're going to take a guy, at least maybe take Jason Saab, at least he's going to play. He might only get you a 15 to 20 every week, but I guess it's better then uh, copying nothing. All right, guys, get your questions in. A few questions already coming in now. Let's go to Travis Ellis. Is DC to Cleary sideways? My plan is to always try and partner DC in Cleary, but it's hard to find cash outs worth doing. Not really. It's not, I don't think it's sideways because the fact of the matter is Cleary averages more consistently over time. So who do we think is a better player? I think it's Nathan Cleary. And who do you think is a better captain? I think it's Nathan Cleary as well. So it's definitely not a sideways trade. You've actually probably done pretty well because DC has played quite well to start the season. And then if you've got cash, you've done, you know, remarkably well. So I reckon make that trade, my man. I reckon it's really good for you there, Trav. Next question, Cam Kira, Josh King in AFB to Tomalalo and Angus Crichton. Yeah, Corbs brought up Angus Crichton on the on the podcast this week. It just does seem, well, he was wearing that kind of guard on his arm for a long, long period of time. Now he's not. So now he's back to normal. He's back in the starting lineup, which is always a good thing. Best thing about Angus Crichton, he's got that jewel right, and we know he's got pedigree. And what I mean by pedigree, he's got that kind of outstanding track record. And when you think AFB, I sold him out probably a couple of weeks ago. He had a monster game last week, but we're kind of expecting him. He has that in him, right? So he does a monster game here and there, and kind of, not like he tricks us, but it's one of those things. It's just hard to find consistency, especially with his offloads and his. Tackle break. So in terms of like planning for round 13 as well, really like Lolo at the moment. Either him or Cotter I think you've got to have as a mid. So in terms of making that trade, I think I'll be pretty comfortable doing that because you're covering more positions Because but you're trading a mid and a mid to a mid and a dual mid-edge. So the only thing that's going to happen with Angus, with AFB is AFB will play round 13 because he's a Kiwi. Or I don't even know if he's Kiwi. I think he's Tongan. And then Angus Crichton might, well, very likely go to Origin. So maybe just go Josh King to Tammy Lolo if you can afford it and maybe keep AFB because of that round 13 situation. But really good question there, Cam. Next question, Takahu. Now, Arrow and Burden to Cleary and Cooler. Thoughts, bros? Yeah, thanks for joining us as well, man. Look, it's an interesting one. I guess everyone wants Nathan Cleary. And the thing I was trying to get through to everyone this week is you might get a red dot or someone that is a bit played moving forward. Like, I made this trade a few weeks ago with Cooler, right? My scenario with Cooler, I think he will play more games moving forward. We do have a bit of news that Tommy Turbo will probably be back around round nine. What are we around? Nine? So about a couple of weeks away, right? But I do expect Cooler to play during that origin period a lot. 
So that's the reason why I'm keeping him. He's quite cheap and just he played a little bit. He played pretty well last week. Got a what a high twenties, and I think with a try or two coming up, I think he'll score quite well. So I don't mind that trade. It's one of those things that you're probably going to miss Burden's nice run coming up. So just cut, go through that the whole scenario. We've got six weeks to Origin. Do you really need Nathan Cleary? If you've got a lot of guns in your team, maybe it's a situation where you hold. But I don't mind that trade. I did it myself. All right, Alex. Hey, TK, thinking of doing Stephen Crichton to Talakai, possibly doing a second trade of Josh King to Rushton. Is it possible he starts now with the injury to Whitehead? Or Lee to Murray Martin, I could just bank the second trade also. I have 25 trades after first after the first trade this week. All right, Alex, the thing with this one is just depends on your risk tolerance. What I mean by that is when you buy Talakai, he's coming off three huge performances, right? So there's a chance that he goes off the ball a little bit coming up. With Talakai, he's either, there's, no, there's no middle ground with Talakai. He's either really, really hot or really, really not. Stephen Crichton, who knows? He might play around 13. He might go to origin. I don't mind the trade because, you know, Sharks do have a really, really good draw coming up. It seems that Talakai has changed his ways. He's fit as hell. And, yeah, he's in career-best form. Stephen Crichton, they've still got a couple of good games before they hit Parramatta Penrith. And even during... So the thing with Penrith, they... Every, every game, there's a situation where they're probably going to put points on. They're just that good. So it's one of those things, you are going to buy Talakai at the top of the market. So if he falters tonight, it happens. He's had three really good games in a row. So there's always a situation that he could go bad. He's got a nice jaw at the moment. So if you're willing to hold him long-term, then get him. But if you kind of want short, he, you might be faced with short-term volatility as well. The second one, Josh King to Rushton. With Rushton, look... I know that he's got some really good reserve go stats, but I think you've just got to do an eye test yourself. Like, forget what everyone's saying. You've got to see him for yourself. And I don't think anyone's actually seen him play. Like, he's an Englishman. You know, because of COVID, we probably haven't seen much lower grades at all. So it's probably a situation where even if Whitehead's injured, like, you know, they've got Hudson Young not even in the team. So they could easily put him in the team as well. So I'll just probably just... Lay low on that first one. Well, the second one, sorry. And with Edric Lee and Tamari Martin, same thing. Tamari Martin hasn't played in the NRL for a long, long time. His fullback stats aren't the best. Edric Lee, we've got two scenarios for him. So we've got Dominic Young, who's the first choice. He's out injured, but he's a two- to five-week scenario. They've also got uh, Heimel Hunt. He's returning on the extended bench as well. So there's always a scenario there that he takes his spot as well. So I probably wouldn't go to Edric Lee at all. If you're going to make one trade, it's going to be Crichton and Talakai. Hold long-term. You're getting centre for centre at least. And just make sure you've got some wing fullback cover because that's the advantage of having Stephen Crichton there, Alex. All right, Brenton, my man, is in the top 1,000, this guy. He's just flying. Now, who would you take under 628K? I'm thinking Starling and upgrading man once we see how mids go this week. Yeah, I reckon that's a good, really good play. Starling's, again, hit another 50-plus last week. I think he's a must-have given that he doesn't have a lot of competition for his spot. Playing quite good footy, playing 80 minutes as well right now. So I think he is someone that you can go. Tom Starling at the moment, let's just see what his owner is in terms of the... Top teams, especially for yourself, who is flying at the moment there, Brent, my man. So top 5,000, 63%. So a lot of people have him at the moment. You're in the top 1,000, 71%. So you can still stand out slightly. I'd probably say match everyone and just take Starling. So you're not left behind. He won't play Origin. So it's a good one to have. So I think make that trade. Just be cautious, especially the position you're at at the moment. You don't have to do too much, my man. All right, Jay. Walters, Taff, love it. I did it. Well, I would have done it if I didn't trade out Walters last week to Cotter. But I, I think about it, a straight swap, right? Walters has only got a half. 
Taff has got the jewel. He's got the half and the wing fullback on there. So I just think Taff at the moment, you know, Walter's gone back to the bench. Taff goal kicking, fullback. You know, I brought a narrative this week that I think that given given the scenario with Latrell Mitchell and then Origin coming up, I don't think we'll see Latrell back at fullback for a long, long time. So that's just my narrative, but I love my own narrative. So we'll see how that goes. Joshy Hobbs. Jesus Christ, mate. All right, Josh Speckican is man to Cameron McInnes sideways. Look, it's not sideways because we know that McInnes is the better fantasy player. The issue that you're probably just seeing right now is where McInnes lies, especially in a full strength. Sharky's team, in his favour, so there's two. Hamuelli, he's ruled out for a little while. They're talking about 12 weeks with his pet. And then Dalfinukin, because of his last year, he got knocked out twice. Now, there was just a few different things I saw in the media today which fits saying that they might rest. Given the scenario where we're at now, round seven, they might rest for Nukin for a little while and let him just, you know, concussions you just don't know. So it's one of those things. He's been at the Roosters fits. He's seen it firsthand with Boyd Corner. So wouldn't surprise me if McInnes gets a start for a little while. But it's not sideways because McInnes has way better pedigree in that position. And I think he's just way busier. It's just all about where we see McInnes lie. I think you can nearly wait one week because his break even still quite high for this week. And then just see if, you know, Dale does come back. And where the biggest thing is we want to see where Dale and Cameron McInnes, how many minutes, like, do they both start together? How many minutes they play together? I think that's the biggest scenario. His break even is 52. So even if he gets a 60, his price isn't going anywhere soon. So I think you can wait on that one, Josh. But just have it in your thoughts because I think it will be a good trade down the track, my man. Steve, how long is Turpin out for? I think Papes could be a good pickup. Well, Turpin got dropped. So that's scenario where Corey Papes, he got three starts in the trials as well. So they were pretty high in terms of giving him a real good crack. The thing is, in terms of Turpin, Turpin only averaged, we did it this week. I just want to double check what he averaged. I think it was 50... Two from memory, it was 55 minutes. And the thing is, Pakes doesn't have a great PPM. So even at 310K, the jewel is handy. So it's not the worst emergency in the world to have. But if you've probably got 300K for an emergency, you've probably got too much money lying there. So with, with Pakesy, I just think you can kind of wait and see for the time being. But I wouldn't do that if I was you at the moment. Just wait and see. I just don't know. I just don't like his job security either. So maybe Pakesy, just yeah, put him in the bag for the time being. Cam, Talakai or Lolo this week? The other will be the following week. I'm going to say Lolo because I've just got more confidence in him given his pedigree and his background of hitting another 50 plus. With Talakai, I just know just from you know past experience, he's just got the odd off game. So he's not that experienced in the NRL. Like really, it's his third real you know, year in the NRL itself. You know, he played back at South, so only a handful of games. But realistically, even last year, he missed a lot of the season because he had a shoulder reconstruction. Talakai's great, but I just love you. The fact he's got a low break even, he's just so dangerous in attack. Just depends. Like, what do you need more this week, a mid or an edge centre? Because that's probably the planning. In terms of it getting away, maybe Talakai might be your man because of the lower break even. So let's just have a look at the break even for you. And that might be the scenario where you pick... So his break-even this week is six. So that's one of those scenarios where even if he has a pretty poor game, he's still going to make money. With Lolo, it's a little bit higher at 35. Still expect him to hit that quite comfortably. But in terms of like where the two prices are kind of lay, well, I guess Talakai's cheaper to start with. And then the fact that his break-even is lower. If you really want these two players, I think the smart decision would be to have Talakai first and then Lolo second. So good question, Cam. Hope you go well this week. 
All right, Kirika. Now, Josh King to Talakai and Billy Walters to Tamari Martin. I really like... Yeah, the first one's not too bad because I think Josh King is at the kind of top of the market. Billy Walters back to the bench. The only thing is, what's job security now on Tamari Martin, right? First game back in the NRL. You know how kind of volatile his coach is and loves making changes. Only takes, you know, he, he could easily move Cobbo there if it doesn't work out this week. So it's one of those things that I, I just don't like Tamari Martin right now because without, we haven't seen him play for, what, two years? And it wasn't at fullback. So I would make the first trade. Billy Walters to Taft just seems like the more kind of obvious fit. And then you kind of – Taft's just got that job security and he's got the goal kicking. He's their backup fullback and I think he'll be part of their 17 anyway. Tamari Martin, I just don't know where these future lies. Like, they had to pull him into the top 30 for starters because so Tessie New got injured. They released to Zarko. They can still go to Cobo, and they're losing games. So that's the other thing. They're in a losing team right now. So that's my only thing. I think Kerrika, just make the first trade, especially if you can money-wise, and then I'll just hold. I'm assuming you can, given that it's only 50K, really, between Walters and Martin. Now, Junior. TK, shot for the, light, the advice anytime, Junior, my man. Hope you go really, really well this week. Next one, Travis, TK, Lola, by this week in great form. Look, he's got the three-date rule just kind of down pat, right? What's he scored over the last three weeks to be exact? Here it comes. He's scored, what, 61, 51, and 62. Inflated minutes last week with 51. You know, Payton only used 15 men last week. Expect that to be a little bit different because they've got, what, Griffin Neem back on the bench. I expect also Cotter to start with... Jordan McLean going back onto the bench. So it's one of those things that, yeah, you're preparing for round 13. So I really, really like it. You know, he's in form this year. He's obviously he's healthy. He's missed a lot. You know, he's played every game this year compared to last year, which he kept missing more and more games. So it's one of those things that if you are preparing for round 13, really like the trade. And, you know, Lolo's in form. So I can't say anything negative about it. You smashed that, Trav. All right, Big Adam, Adam Milden, uh trade either Stephen Crichton, Nanai, or Wilton and Walters to bring in Cleary and someone else. I guess one of those things, I know what you're going to say. Look, someone else means that it's going to be one of these guys under 300K. So if you're comfortable with a bit player, so someone under 20, 20 minutes playing, someone that might only play for the next month and then get a red dot, or someone might only play for a couple of weeks and get a red dot, do it. Obviously, you're dropping two players that potentially play that round 13, especially in Stephen Crichton. With Wilton, it's one of those things that we don't know when Wade Graham's actually back, and he's actually playing quite well across the board. I know he's been forced off with injuries and HIAs a couple of times this year, but overall, you know, Teague Wilton's been huge, especially for people that brought him in in that week one. So he's really rewarded people. He's at 616K, so he's made a ton of money. I think it's something close to, what, 150, 132K to be exact. So it's one of those things. I think Billy Walters is definitely a trade-out. So it's one of the things. If, if you can do Wilton and Walters to someone like Cleary and Taff, I think that's a great trade. Just imagine, I just don't know how much money you've got in the bank. I'm assuming with these two trades that you do have a little bit of money in the bank. And Wilton, I guess he's coming off the 37 and 40, but he did have a 40 against the Storm, and the Storm are the best you know defensive team in the competition. So expect a bigger bounce-back factor this week. He's got Manly, and I think the Sharks do quite well tonight. All right, Daniel Chapman, Sexton and Fermore to Cleary and Rushton. Again, I've kind of been repeating this thing with Rushton and a few of these other guys. Just be prepared, especially Rushton. The thing is, again, we're ticking boxes in terms of his form in reserve grade. I've never seen him play, so I've had no eye test. I'm assuming that you probably don't have an eye test, given we don't watch a lot of reserve grade and he didn't really play too much in the trials from memory. 
Now, Cleary is your must-have, depending, again, on your team. And, again, who you have in your team. If you've got someone like a DCE, you might just want to just kind of let it fly. Sexton and Firmall, so you're getting rid of two round 13 players straight out of the bat. Like, I've got no problems getting rid of Sexton. I think he's kind of – it's it's hard for a rookie half with not a lot of experience around him. It's going to be hard, especially he's not doing a lot of – he's not very creative in terms of creating tries. He's not scoring tries either. They're not scoring many tries, which means he's not goal-kicking a lot either. His kick meters have come off the ball as well. Firmo, I still think there is a bit of value in them. And if you don't have to trade him out, given he's healthy and he's a round 13 player, I don't think you do that. Try to find another way, Sexton and someone else, to this. It's just one of those things, like I said, with carrying a red dot potentially down the track, just be, you know, just think that you might have to do it. So if you're comfortable with that, then I think... You can definitely do it. Johnny Hughes, how you going, mate? Doing really, really well. Unfortunately, I'm in ISO at the moment. A few different... I'm out tomorrow. They would change the rules in New South Wales. I don't have COVID. It's just different close contacts over Easter that really just kind of messed me up this week. But I'm all good. Chris Cook. Now, the next one. Thoughts on Crichton to Edric Lee, Leo Thompson to Angus or McInnes? Leaning Angus, but I want your thoughts, please, mate. Given a strong 14 and 17, installing Randall McInnes and... Uh, Talon May. Look, I guess Angus Crichton is back in the starting lineup for the Roosters, hitting a little bit of form. So out of him and McInnes, I'd pick only because I don't know where McInnes lies for the next few weeks once Dale comes back. So you've got a little bit more certainty around that. With the other trade, Crichton to Edric Lee. Again, Edric Lee, the, the things that we got to... It's his first... Well, he had one game back last week. Played pretty good. But the problem is, he's probably third string when you think Heimel Hunt and then probably your first string in Dominic Young. So at some stage, I think he's going to get replaced. So unless he shoots the lights out, which he probably is very a slim chance of doing, considering that Newcastle aren't playing that well right now. So just be careful with that trade. I like the second part of it more than the first part of it. I think Leo Thompson is a trade, though, because I just think that he's we've made as much money as we can, and he's kind of not getting the minutes to kind of break forward. So... But just be careful with that trade, my man. Good luck this week. Charlie V, who to trade out first this round, Critter or Josh King? I think Josh King. I think he's just at that we've made, well, for the holders, 200K is pretty cool. And he's just, even with the big minutes over the last couple of weeks, he just seems to be going backwards. If you don't have to do any trades, I think maybe hold both. But if you had to make one out of the two, it would definitely be Josh King. Still like Critter. I know that he's come a little bit back to the pack. with Cleary coming back, taking the goal kicking which kind of zaps, what, 10 points straight off the, the bat from his actual mark. But he's still in the best team in the comp. He's still a very, very good player. He's way better player than Josh King. So in terms of those two, and he's with the limited amount of wing fullbacks at the moment, I just feel that maybe trading out Critter when you don't have a lot of kind of backup is probably a bad idea. So I'd hold on to Critter at the moment. All right, Preston, arrow to... Leo and to sorry Arrow and Leo to Cleary and Maole or Critter and Nanai to Cleary and Maole. Same thing, Maole, well, he didn't even play last week. So you've got to expect it's a little bit of turbulence considering it's a rookie year, right? He's 19 years old. So when you're 19 years old, you're always going to be in and out of a team no matter how good you are. At the moment, he's probably a 20-minute bit player. So you're going to probably going to see some red dot for a little, little while. So it's one of those things that, yeah, you're going to get Cleary the best player in NRL fantasy, but you're going to also probably inherit someone that is a red dot. So can you stomach that will probably be the answer to your question. It's not a bad trade. It's just one of those things. Can you stomach the red dot moving down the track? Because it's a really good chance of happening. Hey, All right, Mary, 
Mary wants to know, Sexton and Ravalawa to Hines and Taff. Yeah, or Hines for captain. Sexton and Ravalawa. Yeah, I like this trade. You're going to get two way better players and you're going to get two dual players. So it's going to give versatility across your squad, balance you out quite significantly, and I think you get two better players. So that's huge. Nico Hines tonight against Manly. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. A little bit wet around Sydney this afternoon. Actually, just absolutely bucketed down, which was a little bit different to the morning, which was beautiful. So Penrith this week, they've got Canberra at home. It's one of those things. I think Hines got the higher upside, right, because he he does all the kicking. If the shark is going to run, you know that you're going to, he's probably going to be scoring a few tries. The thing with Isaiah Yo, he's way more kind of you know dependable in terms of getting tackles, runs, all those sorts of things. It's one of those things. If you you don't like again, I use the word risk tolerance a lot. If you don't have a high risk tolerance, take Yo. If not, if you want to take a bit of a punt, because I'm assuming you don't have Cleary, you probably want to go Nico Hines for this week. But good luck to you, Mary, this week. Thank you for the question. All right, next one, Josh. Sorry, guys. Let me just bring this one up. Josh Page. Hunt and Man or Teddy to clear in TAF. TAFE, sorry. TAF, sorry. I think you should do Hunt and Man. I'm still th- liking that Teddy will do a little bit of the bounce back factor. He generally likes the Anzac Day test. Ah, Anzac Day test. Anzac Day game. And, yeah, I think if that's going to be the scenario, I, I like this way better than well, obviously got a lot of money there to spend. So the scenario is Punt's had a couple off weeks. I think Cleary's a way better halfback than him to start with anyway. Man, look, he's not an urgent sell, but I think he will be a sell moving forward. It's one of those things that, look, he's not the greatest lock in the world. Their team is kind of crumbling a little bit as well. And one of those things, out of those three players, Teddy definitely has the best track record. So I'd definitely say the first two on that one, please, Josh. You have a good round. All right, Cole Taylor, my man. Leo Thompson and Harry Rushton to Harry Rushton and Furmore to Cleary. Rushton will be 19th man. Good trades, brother. I'll tell you that would be better trades if Rushton was your 20th man because you're probably going to see... Him be a red dot potentially, unless he absolutely blitzes it from... And I'm just not sure how many minutes he's going to get. You know, he's a rookie, so maybe 20 to 30 minutes might be something that we probably can pencil in for Harry. And I know he's a big boy, and he comes some really good raps, especially his reserve grade form at the moment. But it's not the worst trades in the world, especially because Leo Thompson isn't shooting lights out right now. So... I guess when you think about it's probably straight swap with Thompson and Harry Rushton right now, maybe a 20, 30-minute roll each, but it's a massive upgrade from Fermor to Cleary. So it's probably a good trade for you, so I think you should definitely do that, Cole. So best of luck for this week too, my man. All right, Joseph Smith. He wants to know, thoughts on Fermor and Manza, Cleary and Lee Rushton? Similar to question to the rest of them. So it's one of those things. Can you stomach a red potential red dot moving down the track? So Fermore's going to play around 13. Like I did say, man, is going to be a sell coming up. So man to clear is a massive upgrade. It's just one of those things. It's it's how balanced are your team? Do you have other cover? Because you'd be carrying covering out a mid half jewel and then also an edge. So if you've got the cover, make the trade. For this trade, if you're going to do it, I think Fermont and Man probably makes more sense to go to Rushton because he's flagged as an edge, right? You don't want to lose two forwards and not cover at least one of them. So I think if you're going to do the trade, Cleary to Rushton makes more sense there. But best of luck for this week, man. Kit Percy, Man to Cleary. Yep, that definitely makes sense. Critter to Rushton. I guess this was very similar to the last question. 
Make money for Lolo or Angus Crichton next week. Yeah, it's one of those things that I know that you're going to do the trade anyway, so it makes sense. Just make sure you've got wing fullback cover. That's the best thing about Critter because even though he's dropped back a little bit, I do like the fact that he's playing in the best team in the comp and the fact that he covers both wing fullback and centre. So just be careful on that trade. In terms of next week, Lolo to Angus Crichton, probably. So again, if you want versatility in your squad, go Angus Crichton. If you want to plan for round 13, go Lolo because Angus Crichton is probably more than a 50-50 chance of going origin. I probably think actually a very likely scenario is going to origin. So just be careful on that one. Now, next question. Michael, is Moses and Hetherington to Cleary and are nobody worth it? Again, it's how you stomach the scenario that you might carry a red dot down the track. It is only round seven, so you're going to be. You might carry a red dot. You might, actually you might not have a red dot for a couple of weeks, and then you might be riding him out with a red dot. So I think Moses to Cleary is a massive upgrade, and I'm guessing that Hetherington, if you've got him in your team, you're probably not going to miss him too much because not a bad PPM, but not really shooting the lights out average wise. So it's one of those things that yeah, I guess this trade, give considering that Cleary is a lot better halfback than Moses. I think this is not a bad trade for you, my man. Nathan, do you like Lukey as an option, TK? Yeah, I don't mind it. I guess the biggest scenario right now is how volatile his coach is going. While they're winning and while he's in the starting line at playing 80 minutes, it's going to be a very good trade, especially his price right now. I think it was 420 because I did the question the other day. 425, so with a low break even this week of 15. So it's a pretty good trade. It's one of those things that... He's a lot lower. He's one of, I don't think I want to burn a trade with Nanai just yet, but I think out of him and Nanai, I actually like Lukey a lot better. I just think oh, he's just a bigger guy and he just seems to have better tackle technique. The thing with Nanai, he just likes being third man in and dropping off, which means that we lose a minus two. Loves giving away a penalty. What was it? Four in the first half against Canberra. So he's very, very young. A little bit immature there, Jeremiah Nanai as well. So he's got a lot of growing up too. I like Lukey way more than Nanai. All right, Curtis, Coates to Taff and get rid of Clifton or Sexton. Yeah, interesting question. I would say Coates to Taff is a very, very good trade. The other question, part of the question, Clifton or Sexton, I guess they're both kind of inner teams that are kind of faltering right now. Out of those two, I'd probably say Sexton's probably more of a hold because of round 13. Given the scenario, they're probably playing very, very similar at the moment, kind of hitting that 30s mark. They're both goal kickers, but at the moment, I think... I'd rather be on the Titans side than the Knights side at the moment, even with Ponga playing well. The Knights just seem in a bit of a hole, way more than the Titans at the moment. Because of that round 13, I'd probably say Sexton's a greater hold out of those two. Thanks for the question, though. Robbie, I want to trade Josh King, but I only have 5K. What's your advice? Wow, that's a good question. King at the moment, 507K. Look, there's not a lot of scenario. I brought up Liam Knight the other day. It's a bit of a punt because you don't know if he's going to play 40 minutes this week. I'm assuming he is. He's a bit on. He's on a bit of a roll too. Keeps, you know, he's he's had a lot a big concussion run. He's coming off a 46 on the weekend. It's one of those things. It is a punt, so it might not pay off. That's why I think maybe Josh King. Maybe you can wait for a week just to see if Liam Knight gets another 40 minute game. The reason why I think he might get a 40-minute game, I think they might torch the Tigers on Saturday. And the same thing, I think they're just managing Cameron Murray a little bit. So if you're going to do it, he's probably a scenario where you can do that trade. But realistically, the safe bet is probably to hold it a week. And then a few more might kind of pop up and you might be able to do a double trade by holding this trade this week. All right, Nathan, Sheaf, TPJ and Josh King to Cleary and Rossi Hunt. 
Tippy Joe's a hit and miss at the moment. I think Hunt will see some minutes with Finucane getting reduced minutes from now on uh, due to HIA concerns. Yeah, good narrative. Just one of those things with Dale Finucane. If he comes back, I think Hunt's the first one out of the team. So I don't really love that trade too much. TPJ and King to Cleary. I think TPJ, you haven't seen the best of yet. Maybe try to find a different way to do it. I think TPJ is going to bounce back and bounce back hard. I've got him. I bought him last week. Didn't have the best game last week, but it's one of those things. He's rocks and diamonds. He's a bit of a roller coaster. I think he's going to score 70, 30, 120. It's just the way it is with TPJ. Great offloader. I don't think this is a trade that uh, you need to make right now. I think you should find a different way. But thanks for your question, Nath, and I hope you do well. Wade, Captain Cookie last week planning on again, but have DCE Hines as well. Haven't got Huss or Cleary. Ooh, that's an interesting one. Cookie, they play Tigers. Yeah, that's an interesting scenario. Tigers going to be a lot better, you know, a lot more confidence after last week as well. He's got DCE and Hines. Mm. Yeah, Cookie against South Singer, you don't have Huss or Cleary. I would make it a, a priority to get one of Haas or Cleary. I think they're the two best players in fantasy, and I think you do need one of them. So just be careful there. Uh, Tapu. Kiora Tiko, love the content. Thank you, my man. Thoughts on man and Crichton to Talakai Knight, which leaves me 297 in the bank for Cleary next week. It's good that you're preparing for Cleary. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate it. I guess the biggest scenario is the risk factor of this one. Talakai coming off three huge games. It's one of those things that track record probably suggests that he might come off the you know ball just a little bit, and when he does, I just don't like that scenario. With Liam Knight, I probably need to see one more forty-minute game before I'm convinced that is his role moving forward. I think it's more a scenario where we kind of you know he's on our radar, but I don't think you need to make this trade this week. I know that you're planning on Cleary, but yeah, Cleary five weeks to go before Origin probably not your best bet either. So either try and make it a trade to Cleary this week or go through the scenario that you're probably not bringing in Cleary yet. But go well this week, my man. Cole, with Turbo and Latrell injured, New South Wales centers options. Stags, Crichton, Campbell, Graham was in the squad last week. Thoughts? Well, yeah, Brad Fittler's talked about Stephen Crichton quite a bit and you make up a good point with, with both Campbell, Graham and Stags, especially Campbell, Graham. I think the front runners, another one is Jesse Ramian as well. He's been in scintillating form. I think Campbell Graham will probably be your first choice, and I think Stephen Crichton will be your second choice. So you need two. I think Turbo will be right for Origin, so you can probably scrap one, but he might also bring one in as the 18th man, right? Latrell, he'll probably be running the gauntlet in terms of coming back on time. But in terms of ranking him, I'd probably say Campbell Graham, Stephen Crichton. I'd put Jesse Ramian and then Katoni Stag. But a really good question there, Kyle. All right, Robbie, Cleary or Hass is captain? Cleary, easily. I don't think you should ever... If you've got Cleary in your team, you should never go against him as captain. Royce Hunt question as well. Yeah, I just don't like Royce Hunt because I think he'll be the first one to make way once Dalfinukin is back. Let's have a look. You were 7,000 last week. You said you're on your way up. What's your current rank? Yeah, I'm at 3,000... What am I? 3,787. I had a good week last week. Oh, 1,565. As my round seven rank, I scored 872 last week. So we've got a bit of justice for Cotter there as well. So, yeah, I'm making half that pretty much. So hopefully can continue this week as well. But I hope your team goes well as well there, Robbie. Okay, Jared, Burden and Moses to Cleary in a 300K player. All right, again, we're doing this question over and over. So 300K player means that you're probably going to have a very low-scoring player or a red dot moving down the track. 
So you've got two options. So for if you're really going to do a 300K player, the guy to choose would probably be Charlie Staines. Like, I know that he's, you know, he's not a Ferrari. He's probably like a, a Holden SS or a WRX right now. He's fast, but he's no Ferrari. But I'd rather have him and seeing a guy that plays from Penrith than someone like even Jason Saab, who's just a bum, or someone like Brent Naden, who's in the same category. Or, you know, your other options are, you know, guys like Harry Rushton, Mawali, Kula, you know, out of those lot, probably Kula out of those lot, even though he's not playing this week because I think he's got a better chase, uh, chance of playing first grade down the track. The other guy that you probably could consider, considering he's getting 30 minutes or so for the Panthers, is Jermaine Salmon. Salmon, sorry. At least you know, it looks like he's become a bit of a Cleary special. Seems that he's taken that that May role from last year because he can play so many different positions. I know he's over, only averaging 20. Should get plenty of minutes, though, during the origin period. 279K, he's only in a half. So that's probably the silly thing as well because he's playing a lot of edge, but he's only tagged as a half. But it's one of those things you're going to have to stomach probably someone that's probably not that great or he's going to be a red dot down the track. So... As long as you're comfortable with that, do the trade there, Jared. All right, Alex Hodgson, take it to Talakai. Nah, I probably wouldn't make that trade. Like I said, Talakai is going to, given his background, I think he might eventually come off the ball a little bit. Tago is a round 13 player, and I don't think you need to make making that trade right now. All right, Jonathan Turner, leader to Leo to Rushton. It's one of those things that it's not a bad trade, but you're just always going to be playing a little bit of roulette to the fact that Rushton might be in and out of that team. He's a rookie. We don't know too much about him, and Ricky Stewart likes to change his team every week. So just be careful on that one. All right, Robbie, again, really love what you do. You are a true commentary voice, and you're well-loved, even when you're wrong sometimes. I'm wrong all the time, my man. You're a supreme pizza. Better than butter. All right. Thanks, my man, Robbie. Really appreciate your kind words, and I really appreciate you being part of the Talking League community and for all your support. So thank you for that one, my man. And I'm wrong, wrong a lot. Wrong a lot. Do you like the Sharks heritage? I love it, Robbie. The fact, it brings me back to kind of that Super League days and also just that 99 team. 99 team is my favorite Sharkies team of all time. So, yeah, I'm going to, I'm $160, I think I saw it was the other day. So I definitely try to get that. I'm not sure who this bloke is. Tam Jim, I think that's like some sort of hacker. So just be careful of Tam Jim. All right, John, my man. How many minutes will Gibble go from the bench? Well, let's have a look what he got last week. And they got a better bench this week, so it might not be as many as last week. Maybe he might take some minutes from Lukey or Nanai this week because he has been playing a little bit of edge. What, he played 57 minutes last week. He still seems to be a very good pick from, uh, well, uh, player for Todd Payton. I'm trying to get out there. But I think maybe 45, 50 minutes might be a scenario for him, Bez. All right, uh, Perham, a good cash-out option. Probably not. You know, Parra got a lot of wingers out at the moment. Sean Russell, they've got Maker Sevo, they've got Wacker Blake, and all three will be coming back very shortly, and I think all three are better than him. So I don't think it's a good cash-out option. All right, Crichton and King to Papali in 220K player. Again, I just think it's one of those things, can you stomach a 220K player? I don't think you need to make that trade, even though Papa's doing quite well. Make a scenario, are you going to go to the root of... I don't think you can have both Papa Lee and Cleary and have about a very balanced team. So just make a scenario of where the, which player you want first or, or at the moment. You're not going to make them more. You can get them, but probably more down the track. So it's one of those things. That just make a decision who you want more. 
All right, Michael, uh, Nanai, it's Teleco. Well, two sideways. Look, I don't think it's two sideways because we, we know that Nanai is kind of faltering a little bit. He's a rookie. Talakai's got a lot more experience than him, and he's you know shooting lights out. One of the best players in the NRL right now. It's one of those things. Are you buying Talakai at the top of the market? You probably are. Low break even. So even if he does falter, he probably won't lose too much money or gain too much money. So it's one of those things that I think out of those two, who would I rather have in the team this week? It would definitely be Talakai because we just know what type of form he's in right now. So it's not a sideways trade. You're going to be making heaps of sideways trades into this round 13, into round 17 for the second buy. So don't be too concerned with that, Michael. All right, Turpin, Sherp, or, okay. Thanks for the news, George. I just thought he got dropped. Turpin has a shoulder injury, apparently. So we'll maybe have a look into that more. But, George, really appreciate you sharing that one with the community. Let's do a few more questions before I have to take off. What might we thinking with Gilbert? Uh, his minute's going to change. Do you think he's made his money and could be a trade? He could probably hold for one more week, given a scenario. They only used 15 players last week. What his break-even isn't huge this week anyway. I think it's 29 from what NRL Fantasy Stats is telling me. Let's just double-check that for Tommy Gilbert. Because we want to get this right. So the NRL, they're saying his break-even is 33. He did have a huge amount of minutes coming from the bench last week, but the scenario is they've got Neem and then possibly one of Cotter and uh, McLean returning the bench this week. So I think you maybe hold this week and just see how the 17 really does kind of lie. All right. Probably died before the Sharks went premature. He died six days prior. That was pretty sad. Jesus Christ. Thanks for sharing that one, Robbie. Arrow and Jay King to clear in a recommendation for someone under 300k. Look, if you're really going to make the trade, the only thing is you're trading out two forwards, right? So, Cleary, if you're going to make a trade here, like the only guy I really like under 300k, and I really don't really like him, and that is my man, Charlie Staines. But you're not going to trade two mids, especially one with a dual to a half and then a wing fullback. So, probably your best bet here is Mowali or Rushton. So, at least you get a second forward back. But, again... You got to be prepared to stomach the red dot moving down the track. So just be careful on that one. But best of luck for this week. All right, Ethan traded Burton and Tedesco for Talakai and Mulatalo. In the end, thoughts? Look, you buy two of my boys from the Sharkies, which I love. But the fact of the matter is, Talakai and Mulatalo are coming off three monster games. So this is probably going to be a scenario, especially tonight in the wet, where you could have a slower game. So just be careful because you're trading out Burden without seeing him on his run. He did have a mid-30s average against the top four teams from last year. So that's not too bad considering the Bulldogs aren't winning games and haven't hit, you know, teams more on their level. Tedesco, I know that he's not firing right now, but we know what he has the potential to do. He's always, you know, given the scenario of him having that stem cell surgery over the offseason, it was always probably might, you know, we probably sold the narrative of the Roosters starting too fast too too much. So I, I really think you can hold on this because I think you might get burnt, actually burning, uh, trading out both Burden and Tedesco, especially in the same week. I don't like that trade, even though it's going to my Sharkies boys. All right, Tyson, love your work. Thank you, Tyson. Thoughts on Jack, Josh Jackson? Yeah, we've covered him a little bit over the last couple of weeks. Me and Kyle, who's on the buy, hold, sell, avoid program, we're both pretty high on him. I just don't know how many Bulldogs I can stomach having in my team. But if he returns to kind of that role he's played over the last two weeks, which is kind of that mid-role, I do have a lot of value in Josh Jackson. I think he's a very good player in that middle. Huge defensive work rate. He's got that jaw. The chance of him playing Origin is very, very low. He's going to need a lot of injuries to get there. So I don't mind it, especially at the moment. Not many. I think it was, we well, having a look the other day, literally no one in the top 
5,000 positions have him. So in terms of making up some ground, if he's going to kind of average that 50 moving forward, it's actually a pretty good trade. So top 5,000 is 0%. So potential pod there, but maybe wait a week because his price is not going to get away from you. All right, Matt. Matt Goodwin, Fermor to Jackson or Crichton. I think if you're going to get rid of Fermor, do it to another round 13 player. And I think Jackson has a lot less chance of playing Origin than Stephen Crichton does. So I think that's your trade there going to Jackson, especially with the jewel. That's going to be quite handy moving down the track. All right, Kyle again. Don't do it, Cotter. Lolo, big minutes, middles. And that's where, yeah, I, I agree with you. So I think he could see a little bit of a drop there, definitely. Adam, trade Crichton and I to Wilton and Walters for Cleary or someone else. Wilton and Walters, just depending if you can fight, if you can afford Cleary and Taff, do it. If you can't afford that, well, I'll probably say hold. All right, next question, Jakey Lowe. Thoughts on Josh King to current? Like it. And Fermont Luki, like it. Yeah, I don't mind those two trades. I think Josh King is at the top of the value. With Josh Curran, you're going to get a jewel right back. And then uh, Fermor kind of come off a little bit of form. Lukey's had a really good game from last week as well. Good price as well. He's already got Cleary. Yeah, I don't mind this trade, especially you're going to get an edge in return. So, yeah, smash that out. He's, you know, Lukey's a really good price. So, he's a round 13 player, even though you're trading one out. Josh King to Curran, I think, covers that and offsets that. So, pretty good trade, my man. All right, Maxi King to start this week. If so, imagine his points. Yeah, I can only imagine. I actually think Maxi King's one of the best players in fantasy right now. So imagine if he played 50 minutes. I think he could average something like 65. Good on him. All right, let's have a look. Uh, yep, thank you. Like the first trade, hold fire this week on Murnau, find on play for maybe, like I think you can hold for like fire on Fermor, to be honest. All right, next question. Kai, Kai Spence, thoughts on Dylan Walker's mid-ranger around 13, DPP. Should earn some money. Let's bring him up and see what he's been playing. Hasn't really come on my radar too much, Dylan Walker. I guess he's had a couple of games where he's been injured as well. Plays a little bit a few different positions. All right, let's have a look. He's played some big minutes the last few weeks. I guess there's been a scenario of them having a few injuries. 34 and 44. What's he averaging at the moment? 31. 423K. Mid-half. I guess the fact that he's not playing, you know, it's what I, was I guess he's getting his minutes right. His PPM's not the best at point eight, considering he's an interchange player. I think he's a watch. I wouldn't recommend buying him right now, but it is what it is. Okay, George Leroy, I love your work. Thank you. Georgie, love your work. Man and Oates, coat, sorry, to clear in sub 240. Man and credit to clear in sub. I love the second auction. Way better, man. Especially, I'm pretty sure you can get Cleary and, and tough and Tafe for that. So, I think do that. Definitely, George. Have a good round. Josiah dropped Josh King and Clifford for Rushton and Cleary. But next week, I'm looking at getting a good center like Stags or Talakai. Has Tago made his money? Look, Tago probably has made a lot of more. He's for everyone that's jumped on, especially for the people at the start. Let's just have a... He's at 567K. So, what's he made? Like 200 and, 233K. You know, his break-even's a lot different to what it has been riding over his well, his break even is now 50 so it's kind of getting a little bit toppy so he might have kind of topped out now i think 550 might kind of be his top out but given he's around 13 i just think you can hold stags will become a pod he's relatively literally unknown and i know you're a pretty good player so i'm assuming they're in a top 5000 or so so it wouldn't be the worst trade in the world especially if stags continue to fire Bron- bronco's got a way better draw coming up as well so 
That is a very interesting question. Thank you for that one. Ian Williams, Mr. Starts, hopefully not doubting, doubling up, but thoughts on Nanai Lolo improved. Yeah, look, Lolo's a way better player, right? Way better pedigree, and he's an experienced player. Nanai is a rookie, so rocks and diamonds for sure. But, yeah, they're, well, they're both around 13 players, so they're both going to bring you value in terms of that. But if I had to pick between both of those two, it's Lolo for sure. All right, last question for the night, Jonathan Turner. Love your work, TK. Thank you, Jonathan, my man. I've been holding on to Billy Smith all season now. I've cooler as a red dot. Smart going Smith the tough or just waiting one more week? Look, I'm assuming you've got a lot of money, so I think maybe just wait one more week just to see where Billy Smith actually lies, does lie. Thinking about this the other day, I guess with the Roosters, they're probably going to lose, what, Daniel Tupo and James Tedesco for origin. So it literally Billy Smith does have to play during that time. So if we can get one more game and at least scraped out of him, he was in pretty good form before he actually did the injury. So... Or bounce back form because he had a couple of shockers as well. But it's one of those things that, yeah, just depending on if you're comfortable that you can field a team and have plenty of cover, then don't make the trade. If you kind of have 25 trades or more, I think you can make that trade. So best of luck this week, Jonathan. So maybe the trade scenario will dictate whether you'll do that. All right, guys, really appreciate you joining me on the show. Just remember all the competitions. So Definitely get involved in those game day squad competition today with James Tedesco. So you're already on the Facebook page. So just scroll down and you'll find that. The other day we put on Wednesday for the free t-shirts that we've got on. So you just got to pick the score between Moses and Ponga as a combined. And if you want shirts and all that sort of stuff, just hit me up on the DMs. All 50% of profits goes to the Men of League Foundation. The other 50% is raising money to pretty much put the competitions on. So... We thank you for everyone that supported the cause and support the podcast. But guys, go well this week. Oh, thank you for all the Spotify reviews and Apple reviews as well. They're going through the roof. Really appreciate that. It really helps us just to be seen and more credible kind of in the podcast land. So really appreciate that. Really appreciate you downloading and sharing the show with your family and friends. All the best of luck this week. Enjoy Anzac Day as well. And uh, we we'll probably won't have a wrap show. We'll be back on Tuesday because of the scenario with Anzac Day being Monday night. All stay safe out there, enjoy the weekend, and I'll check you Tuesday.